Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so incredibly grateful for you. Oh my gosh. So I am currently in Milan, Italy. This is September 2019 at the time of recording. Uh, I have been my goodness, we are on quite the trip. We have been in London, we have been in Denmark, we have been in Switzerland. Yesterday I took the Bernina Express and went like, I don't know, over through around the Swiss Alps to Milan. Oh my gosh, you guys. If that sort of thing is fun for you, I so recommend it. It is so beautiful, so beautiful. So that's what I did yesterday. Today is just a hanging out day here in Milan. Did a little bit of walk-in, went and found one of my favorite vegan uh, Italian restaurants. It's called The Flower Burger. I didn't actually know they had one here until I saw it on the map. I first found it in Rome. Oh my gosh. For somebody whose body doesn't like a lot of uh, like dairy or chicken or turkey or eggs, uh, eating in Italy can be quite an interesting experience. So a few years ago, because I go to Rome at least once a year, I started searching vegan restaurants and was just so excited to find that they have a lot. So I can go to these places and order anything on the menu. I gotta tell you, that is freedom right there, my sweet friends. So anyway, tomorrow I am off to Rome for the maestro class with Dr. Dane here. <sighs> so far I have attended every one of them and yeah, they are, I don't even know, life-changing beyond life-changing beyond life-changing. So. How does it get any better? All right, let's get started talking about three tools to heal pain. And now this can be any pain. This can be physical pain. This can be financial pain. This can be relationship pain. Y you name it, it can be any pain that you can use these tools on. So the first tool, is it actually your pain. Now, I know if you're new to this stuff, if you're new to the tools from Access Consciousness, that just sounds weird. Of course, it has to be yours. It's in your body. It's in your bank account. It's in your relationship, wherever. And I'm here to say, chances are it's not yours. We are infinitely aware, which means we are aware of everything and everyone. So, we're gonna be aware of other people's pain too. And rather than acknowledging it or recognizing it or saying, hey, that's not mine, as soon as we feel that pain, we solidify it because we go, oh, I have that headache. Or oh, I look at the bank account, oh, there's that money problem again, or whatever it is. We buy it as though it's real and true and we solidify it in that moment that we buy it. And basically what we start doing from that moment forward, as ridiculous as it sounds, is we start asking for more of it. Because let's say it's a headache. Oh my gosh, now I've got a headache. And then we go, well, why would I have a headache? Oh, I didn't drink enough water. Oh, I drank too much wine last night. Oh, I'm stressed about whatever. We start justifying or figuring out why we have the headache. 
every bit of that, every ounce of that energy that we do to figure it out is another way of asking for more of it. Yeah, I know, right? It's ridiculous. Instead of being aware of a headache and going, oh, truth body, is that your headache? No? Okay, I'm going to return that to sender with consciousness attached, which means it will energetically go back to whoever it originated from originally, so like forever ago, with the energy to change it if they wish. Now that's not up to you. You don't have to worry about whether they do or not or whatever that is. Just recognize you have the choice to send it back with consciousness attached. You have the choice in that moment to recognize it is not yours. You in that moment have a chance, a choice, to ask for something different. Yeah, I know. And I, like, I keep saying I know because it was weird for me too. Years ago when I first started studying this uh, like access consciousness, this whole modality, it's, it was unbelievable. And it felt like I was faking it almost to say, you know, it wasn't mine. And yet, every time I did, every time I returned it to sender with consciousness, I noticed there was more space. I noticed that there was, a, a, it let up. It might not have let up for long, depending on the thing. Because if I'd been playing with the thing for a long time, I used to actually get migraines and I had the first one, oh, I think it was in the late, uh, late 90s actually. Yeah, it was the late 90s. And this is the bizarre thing. It was always in October. So the first time I got one, I actually thought I was dying. <laughs> I'd never had one before. And I, my, my head ached so bad, I was in the bathroom puking, which if you haven't had a migraine, when you have a headache that bad and then you're puking, you actually desire to die because the two together do not go well. Anyway, um, and so I was, it was that bad. I phoned my husband. No, I didn't actually. I was going to say I phoned my husband, but he was at work already. There was a friend who wasn't at work and she came, picked me up, took me to the doctor. And I remember waiting in the, in the room for him at emergency and they'd given me this little tiny bowl to be sick in and I was like oh my gosh and I didn't even care like if I puked all over the floor it so didn't matter that is how much pain I was in he came in he heard my symptoms and he's like oh well that's a migraine I'm like oh and he's like let me just give you this shot <laughs> and he did he gave me a shot in my butt oh I never knew relief like that <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> carrying on and on, um, what occurred then was every year in October, pretty much to the day, I would get a migraine. So guess what I started asking for? Mm-hmm. A migraine pretty much to the day in October, and I kept creating it. And I didn't know anything about this stuff back then. So I just kept thinking and it was like stranger and stranger every October, pretty much the day I would have a migraine. I would go in, I would get a shot in the butt. 
And then I started, I took actually a Reiki class and I started getting a sense and reading books and all of that about energy and what we're asking for and all of that. And I realized that after the first one, that I continued asking for it, especially after the second one being so strange every October around like, you know, get that idea. So I actually stopped asking for it. <laughs> and I recognized every time that I would go to that, that I wouldn't play with it anymore. So I might go to, oh, it's October, nope let it go. And at the time, again, I wasn't using these tools, so I didn't know, uh, you know, what else to do, but I just let it go. I just let it go. And it stopped. Now, if I'd have had who does it belong to the very first time, that would have created, uh, you know, me not even requiring to go to the hospital and didn't have it at the time. But like, really get a sense of what we do. And I mean, that to me, it's pretty cool that I only asked for it once a year. I didn't create it more often. And how often do we ask for the same thing? If we have a sore knee and you go up the stairs and every step you take, you, oh, my knee is sore. Oh, my knee is sore because blah, blah, blah. Stop the becauses. Again, you're figuring it out. You're adding more. You're solidifying it as it's real. So one of the tools to heal pain is it yours? Is it yours? Return to sender with consciousness. Now, if you do get that it is yours, you do want to just check in. Okay, so what, what's required to change? Like, let's say your, your body doesn't love to have a lot of dairy. And you like to have cheese at every breakfast. <laughs> And you continue to have that and your body continues to let you know that it doesn't desire it every day. And, you know, so sometimes it's that. Sometimes there's something to change. I use a simple example as, you know, eating something your body doesn't desire to eat all the time. Uh, but of course, you can do that with anything. You know, if you have a friendship and it's just constantly, you're constantly in trauma drama uh, because the friend never does what they say they're going to do. They never show up on time. You know, there's that sort of an energy going on. Doesn't mean you have to end the friendship. You just might, the change that's required might be you looking at what do you know? So if they say, yes, let's go to the movies on Friday, check in in that moment. What do you know? Are they going to choose it? And if it's not, you don't have to say that to them. You don't have to make them wrong, but know it for you. So you're not constantly trusting what they're saying and then creating drama trauma with it because what they said they didn't choose yeah there's a lot of energy on that one my sweet friends so let's just take a moment and look at that because often what we're doing is we put the trust outside of ourselves we say well that person wouldn't lie to me or if that person said they'll meet me at 10 a.m they will meet me at 10 a.m instead of what if you start trusting you so it's not about distrusting others it's actually recognizing that you can never trust another person. Anytime you put your trust into someone or something else, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. If you're willing to trust you, no matter what, then when they say whatever they say, you will know if it's actually true or not. Again, not from the place of their lying. They may well, when they say, I will meet you at 10, they may well mean it. And 
who knows what could happen? So it's really about trusting you. So that's the other thing. If you get that it is your pain, whatever pain it is, check in. Okay, so what do I require to change here? And be honest with you. I know for many people, that's quite a foreign concept. We're not all that great at being honest with ourselves. Uh, And what if we start? Truly, that is such a huge piece of changing your life is that honesty with you so that if you don't truly desire to do something, don't do it. (laughs) Like, make sure you know. Be honest with you. Anyway, okay, so tool number one, is it yours? Return to sender with consciousness. Tool number two, and this is, I'm going to say counterintuitive. It's actually to drop the barriers, the walls between you and the pain. I know, (laughs) I know. It sounds like the worst thing on the planet and it actually is one of the ways to change it very quickly. Because what occurs is we have pain and I'll use a physical pain as an example. So let's say you get a headache. Often what we do then is we get mad that we have the headache. We start judging. We're trying to figure it out. We're going into all this crazy about the pain which is putting up a wall and a barrier, which is basically you're pushing up against the pain energetically rather than being present with it. So if you're willing to be present with the pain, it might seem like it intensifies for a little bit. And really, it, it's, it's part of the magic of it going is just being present with it. Because you might, again, have the awareness that it's not yours, return to sender with consciousness. You might have the awareness that something requires to change. You might have the awareness of a different possibility that could occur if you drop the barriers. And so with that, what I like to do to drop barriers is very simple, as I just kind of be present with the pain. Again, I was using a physical example, but it could be where you're looking at your bank account or you're being present about a relationship. It doesn't mean you have to be with the person, but you can just be energetically present with what's going on, what's the the pain of the, the relationship, whatever it is. And then take a moment and in your mind or out loud, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, all levels, layers, lifetimes, universes, realities, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. And I'm visual, so I will also imagine myself naked, physically naked in that situation. Because that for me is truly barriers down. That's true vulnerability is that nakedness. And if you're not visual, you don't have to do that piece. Just just find a way to truly push those barriers down and be present with it. And again, sometimes it does seem like it gets more painful or more intense or more uncomfortable with that and it is it is a magical way to heal pain because from there there's the possibilities whatever it is whatever is required whatever action whatever whatever (laughs) from that place now it may not be the first time you do it that you have that, like just like, boom, there it is. I dropped my barriers for four four seconds and then there was all the, you know, (laughs) answers I needed. No, Uh, and 
the more that you're present with it, the more that you will allow the possibilities and allow the awarenesses also. Yeah. So for anybody who's new to the show that that I do every once in a while is when there's a big energy charge on something, when I'm talking about something where a lot of the listeners has stuff or I might even have my own stuff, uh, you know, when that energy is there, that's that's actually the my body's way of dissipating it. So it's quite magical. And it just allows you to have the space around whatever I'm talking about for it to be whatever you require it to be. So it's going to be different for everybody, but just to recognize that I'm, I'm not yawning, I'm not tired. It's just the, the sweet body's way of dissipating and releasing uh, the energy and the stuff so that we have way more choice. Now, along with dropping these barriers is the energy, and I spoke of it just very briefly, is of allowing possibilities. And this is a, a new thing, question, I guess we would call it, uh, that, again, Dr. Dane here, talked about him earlier, uh, he has been sharing this, and it's just, it's just created so much ease for me. And this is what you want to ask. So uh, after you drop your barriers... Then ask this, just from a spaciousness, not from looking for answers, but just from the spaciousness. What is possible here that I don't think is possible? That if I allowed the possibilities would create a totally different reality. (sighs) Yeah. So do that right now. Bring to mind one of the things that you're feeling the pain in, whether it doesn't matter, physical, money, relationship, just one. Just bring it to mind right now, and we're going to run that a few times. Okay, bring that energy up. And then barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, all levels, layers, lifetimes, universes, realities. Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. Pushing all those barriers down, being vulnerable, being present with the thing. What is possible here that you don't think is possible? That if you allowed the possibilities would create a completely different reality. What is possible here that you don't think is possible? that if you allowed the possibilities would create a totally different reality. What is possible here that you don't think is possible, that if you allowed the possibilities would create a totally different reality? Yeah, and just just be with it like that. And if you need to write that question down so you remember it from that space, just whatever it takes to be present with it, drop in the barriers and allow the possibilities. Because once we allow the possibilities, then truly anything is possible. It takes us out way beyond what we've decided isn't possible, especially with, with pain that you feel like you've had forever. Because once you've had something, I mean, for most of us, if it lasts more than six minutes, hell, six seconds, (laughs) it feels like it's been way too long. So then six years or 60 years or any like that really long term stuff, 
we have so solidified into our world as so true and so real and so ours and such a problem to fix. And if we just get it right, if we just get the right answer, if we just see the right doctor, if we just have the right, uh, you know, lottery win, whatever, like we've decided what it's going to take to change it, which is usually not actually true. Yeah. So if we allowed the possibilities, oh my gosh, totally different energy. So what is it? What else is possible that you don't think is possible that if you allowed the possibilities would create a totally different reality? Yeah. All right. So before we talk about the third tool, I would like to invite you to a hundred times in a hundred days. I know I've been talking about this for a while, guys, but if the How to Become Money workbook from Gary Douglas is something that you would like to be diving into, I join you for $150 Canadian if you live outside Canada or $100 Canadian if you live within Canada, I invite you to join us. We are going to do the workbook a hundred times in a hundred days. So if you haven't got an email about it from me or you haven't seen it online, just reach out and I will get you the link for the details. Would absolutely love, love, love to have you with us. All right. Now, the third tool is one that I talk about all the time and I use all the time for everything, pain or otherwise, and it is called interesting point of view which is to me, if I only had one tool, like if, if all the other tools were going to be taken away from me and I could only keep one, this would be the one. This is going on in my head more than anything else. I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> and it's what it does is it gets you out of judgment. So that's why I say you can use it for pain or anything. If you are, if you're walking through <laughs> the Milan uh, Central train station and everybody seems to be going way too slow and you just want to bulldoze through them or you just wish they would all fly out of your way, um, let me tell you, <laughs> it's so much more ease when you use interesting point of view, I have that point of view in your head as you're walking along, rather than getting madder and madder and more frustrated and asking for way more of the crazy. <sighs> interesting point of view, I have that point of view. So the same kind of idea as we just talked about what I want you to do with this tool is be present with the pain. And then it's just that over and over. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. <sighs> interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. And over and over. Now, a lot of times you only require to say it three or four or five times to shift it. And sometimes it's more. So don't put a, a number on it like there's some magic number that when you do it that many times, the thing is done. It's no, don't do that. Allow yourself to have the space with it for it to be whatever, whatever it is. Uh, and know that a lot of times it shifts really quickly. The thing that I want you to be aware of with pain, and I used it specifically in the title and the show, 
because that's often how we refer to things. And what you want to be aware of is the minute you call it pain, the minute you define it as pain, you've already locked it in. So it is a very interesting point of view that it's pain because it's not pain. Not the first time, you know, then when you solidify it and you keep asking for it, then you're creating it as that, yes. And it's not pain. So the wording that you want to use in your own head, not the wording you want to use with family and friends who don't get this stuff, but the wording with you is I perceive. So rather than I feel pain, I perceive this headache, I perceive a money problem, whatever it is, but change it to I perceive because that's more accurate of what's going on. When you say I feel money pain, I feel a headache, I feel, I feel, I feeling is where you solidify, you make it real, you make it, you solidify it into your body or into your reality. So change the wording and then interesting point of view, I have that point of view. And this, you know, the first time that I used this tool pretty much was on uh, period cramps, actually. It was, they were horrendous the way my period cramps used to be. That's how I lived every month. Right from when I got my period when I was young, that was, that was how it showed up. And so every month I asked for that. <laughs> and believe me, every month I got it. And so I really was resisting the interesting point of view tool because I didn't get it and it didn't make sense to me. Um, probably it would have created so much change I wasn't willing to have initially. And then I was having these period cramps. We were driving uh, hours and I just, all I really wanted to do was have hubby stop and me just to lay in the ditch and die. It just, it, it was just, that was just how it was. And since I knew he wouldn't let me do that, <laughs> I was searching for any tool. This was back uh, before I had as many tools as I'm aware of now. And I hadn't used this one. So I was trying different ones. Who does it belong to? I was trying, trying nothing of them were really changing it. And I had the awareness that I hadn't tried this one. And nobody had told me to use it on physical things. So I just thought, you know what? I got nothing left. There's nothing else. So I'm going to give it a shot. And I did. I said it, I don't even know, three or four or five times. And they were gone. And I'll tell you what, the freedom with that, oh my goodness. It, it just, I don't even have words. Because <laughs> nothing, there wasn't even like ibuprofen or painkillers would touch the period cramps. So to be able to say some magic words together and have it change, I started using it on everything. And yeah, I, it, it's amazing. So along with the pain, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. It's pain and just interesting point of view, I have that point of view while you're being present with it. Whatever it is, looking at your bank account, thinking about that relationship thing, thinking about a fight, whatever interesting point of view, I have that point of view. When I receive like hate mail or, you know, unkind comments on YouTube or all like, that's the first thing I go to as I'm reading it. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. And it's also the reason why I share it so often because it's so simple. People just don't quite use it because it's not quite hard enough. And how can something that simple change so much? And let me tell you, because I'm going to tell you, it does. Just do it. Try it. 
And, and it really is like being it. I mean, you can say it, you know, if you're just trying it out for the first time and you don't really know what the heck, uh, you know, just say it, don't worry about it. But if you're, if you're, you've been using it for a while, you get a sense of it. Now really invite yourself to be it. Like be the walking, talking, interesting point of view you truly be. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise what you're doing is you're infinitely aware. So you're picking up everybody else's crazy. And then you're spewing that everywhere. You know, so like when I got off the train yesterday and I just wanted to bulldoze people down. I was like, okay, this is one choice. I had probably about a 10 minute walk out of the tra- station. So I could have spewed that. I could have been that energy. I could have been, you know, and just added to what everybody else was choosing. That was one choice that didn't feel fun for me, not even for a minute, let alone 10. So what would be fun? Hmm. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Because not only does that create more ease for me and my sweet body, it also invites anybody around me who may desire to have the same spaciousness, the same ease to join me. They don't have to know the words, but I invite them to a totally different possibility when I be that. Just like when I'm walking through and I'm spewing and I'm adding to that, I'm inviting them to that. It's like, what, what's, what's more fun? For me, ease. <laughs> ease is more fun for me at this point. I used to say, you know, oh, sometimes that's fun, you know, just getting that kind of raw energy and like that, you know, that not anymore. Like truly for me, ease wins. Ease is ah, ease. <laughs> ease. Choosing towards ease. That's really, really, really what I am choosing way more than I ever even imagined possible, say a year ago. And what would it take to choose more? Yeah, so those are your three tools. One, and you don't have to use them all, like really just get a sense of which one in which situation. And if one doesn't change it, go to the next, try the next one. That one doesn't work, try another one. Like however, whatever it's gonna take. So number one, is it your pain? Truth, return to sender if not. If it is, what's required? What do you require to change? What do you require to do or be different? What actions required? Number two, drop those barriers and allow the possibilities. Yeah. And number three, interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Whatever it takes, sweet friends. And any of this that you would love to know more about, please get your butt to a foundation class. I facilitate this class so much I love this class and there's more than just me on the planet who is uh, you know facilitating it so check the access consciousness site to see if there's a class in your area or come on over I've got classes around the world so I would love to have you love 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 to have you so have an awesome week sweet friends and I look forward to chatting with you next week